2: Everybody please put a thumb in the air. Alright, we're back. Marks the race. I take exception to promoting a wrestling podcast during our show, Jack. Can we do something about that? Totally. Not because it's wrestling, it's just it's taking away from from our great our great comments.
3: Would you rather have that or the uh, the Elliot uh, return? Elliot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I I
2: I'm fine with it. I yeah, I want to promote promote Elliot. Sure. My nap- favorite
3: was the one that was a uh, they did some football podcast, but they didn't say the name in it
2: And we didn't know what the podcast yeah, was, correct. right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't need to be taking precious moments of Marks and Reese for a, a wrestling podcast. No. But anyway. Um just wanted to mention this. Tim McCar- Tim McCarver passed away. Huh? Yep. Age of eighty one. Man. Yeah, I was um We hadn't seen him in a couple years since he stopped broadcasting, but he was a fixture. Uh, He he worked for all four networks calling World Series games. So he was, I mean, we're talking about 35 years of him calling national baseball. Uh, Is he he a former Philly? So he had two stints with the Phillies early on in the 70s, and then later on he was Steve Carlton's personal catcher. By the end, he was more or less like a player broadcaster, I guess, because he was um, – I think it was starting in, like, 1978 was when he, he would call games for uh, for Channel 17 with Harry and Whitey.
0: And he was still playing? I, I don't—because
2: he played with the Phillies through 1980, but he was— Or seven, maybe he was injured. Yeah, or he—I I don't even know. But it said that he teamed up with Richie and Harry for Phillies games, and then he was the backup uh, Game of the Week commentator for NBC in 1980. So they so he did he did local broadcasting with the Phils and that's when he went national. He did his first World Series nineteen eighty five uh, with um, when they removed Howard, Co- Howard Cosell from broadcasts and then pretty much from there he was on for years mm-hmm. doing it. Ending I guess with Joe Buck and Fox.
0: Oh yeah, was in the broadcast when they won. Yeah, yeah,
2: of course, yeah. They
0: had the um the infamous uh, or famous Deion Sanders moment
2: when Dion poured champagne Deion on his head.
0: Real man, Dion. Real man,
2: Dion wasn't celebrating Tim McCarver when he, he was poured. Just dousing him because McCarver was critical of Dion, and Dion didn't like well, he it. He said he
0: was selfish for trying to play two sports.
2: So that's what it
3: was. Yeah. Ooh, that's a take. <laughs> two one five, <laughs> and we're talking nineteen ninety. Yeah, that was the early nineties. Yeah, uh, back when you could have takes without Twitter <laughs> about bullying you about it.
0: Yeah, that was so.
2: That's what that was for. I didn't remember that. Yeah, was
0: playing playing both games. Yeah, they thought he because he would uh, take the
2: helicopter over on on from practice with the the Falcons over to a a World Series game. Yep, which is amazing to think. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
2: you know what? Dion isn't celebrated enough for how good of a player he was to play at that level in baseball and football at the same time is unbelievable.
0: And I agree with you. I, I didn't even, I didn't appreciate his greatness until afterwards. You spent time, you know, when I got here as an Eagle, then you don't like him because he's a cowboy. And I right. was never a huge Dion fan. I liked him, thought it was cool what he was doing in Atlanta with Andre Risen, right. that sort of thing. Then he did the whole bouncing around at different teams. Loved the fact that he played for my Reds because he played for – Sure. C- and he enjoyed yeah. playing for the Cincinnati Reds. So that was cool. But it wasn't until afterwards when you look back on his career and look at all the things he did – that you can truly appreciate Deion Sanders as an athlete. I mean, as a two sport athlete, and did it longer than Bo Jackson. Yep. Now we we celebrate Bo for doing it, because Nike had a great campaign for him. Bo knows the Nike shoe, and the shoe was pretty cool too. It
2: was a cool
3: shoe.
0: Um, but Dion actually excelled.
2: Yeah, he was an all star level. At, both. at, at, at baseball, mm-hmm. and he was a Hall of First Ballot Hall of Famer.
0: And we in got the, and he didn't get injured. Yeah, from the standpoint, we couldn't see him finish his career. Like we actually got to see Dion turn into greatness. It's
2: unbelievable. Yeah, he played. He played from '89 to 2001. Now he, he took some years off later in his career. He mm-hmm. finished with the Reds. Yeah, was he hurt? Oh, so no, because he concentrated on football in a couple of those. Yeah, years.
0: a couple of those years he st- he stayed locked in. Well, Dallas was paying him so much money. They were like, yeah, dude, yeah, he we're had to. We going to need you for the whole season.
2: So so anyway, he didn't die. Tim McCarver. <laughs> passed away <laughs> right.
0: just how so we, people yeah, are how do we get into
3: dion that was r.i.p dion <laughs> my bad uh, <laughs> speaking of the Phil's, by the way cole hamels is signed well, who the san diego Padres. Oh, oh i was about to
0: say what
3: <laughs> so his hometown team
0: <laughs> yeah really back with the padres what's the what's the slogan
3: uh, uh that's what's in
0: that's, that's what's, in. what's in yeah he's not gonna like that man that's a that's a, that's pretty different from here
2: i can tell you the padres themselves <laughs> don't like those guys Nobody yeah. likes those guys except everybody else. So Ham-
0: Hamels didn't retire, huh?
2: Well, when, when we talked to him at the World Series, he he had said he was hoping though. Still playing, yeah. I'm sure he would have loved to come back to <laughs> Philly, but anyway, um, t- Tim McCarver also two two time World Series champion. He caught Bob Gibson. Mm-hmm,
0: I know that. Yep.
2: So I mean, you talk about catching two iconic pitchers, two of the yeah. best starting pitchers of all time.
0: Yeah. Tim McCarver, wow, rest in peace. Yeah,
2: eighty-one man. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, well, there you go. Now back to turf talk. All right, I agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: all right. Let's get some uh, some reaction for people. Howie Rose spoke today. All right, so Howie had this to say about Jalen's contract. Um, just uh, just a little while ago. Here's Howie.
3: Yeah, I think um, we have a good sense of what we need to do here. Um, we have a little bit of time here too to kind of figure it out and, and get away and discuss that, but. You know, at the end of the day, uh, the most important thing is keeping our our best players here, and um, you know, Jalen's certainly one of our best players.
2: Yeah, so I think he was he was answering the question, "Can you keep your other guys?" Knowing what Jalen's contract's going to be, and then he also brought Jalen into the conversation. We're going to we're going to keep our best players. Mm -hmm. So if 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 Howie decides the organization organization decides we need to have this player, they're going to keep those players.
0: Mm -hmm. They'll find a way. You try to figure it out.
2: Yep. Yeah. It's a matter of who who of the free agents this year are players that they need to keep,
0: and they have to make the right guys the priority. I mean, they did that in the past. I mean, that after the last Super Bowl, they let some young players go. Not saying they let young talented players go that went on to do great things or anything, but right. they did decide decide to retain older players, you know. And so they have to make that decision as as to who are the right players that they're targeting right. keeping keeping.
2: Do you do we remember? Was he asked specifically about Jason Kelsey? Was it towards the end there was a question? No, not even at all, right? Yeah, I wish I would have at least had a, hey, have you talked to Jason about what he he wants to do? Is there a timetable? When do you expect to hear from him? I don't know what he would have said, but I'm curious.
0: something Something tells me that they have a contingency plan if Jason wants to return. Yeah. Because if they don't, that would mean they've already decided they're moving, moving on, on to right. Jason. So, and I don't believe that.
2: Yeah, they know how they'll handle it if exactly. he calls them and yeah. says, hey, I'm going to come yeah. back. Now they're going to have to negotiate a contract.
0: Yeah, but well, they, well, they're going to tell him how much they're going to pay. Him. Right. They're not going to say, we'll give you a blank check for whatever no. you want. It's Part of it is, okay, if you come back, how many years? Are we looking at a one-year deal? Okay, well, this is how much money we want to put into a one-year deal and that sort of thing. So, yeah. I mean, when I looked at the uh, projected – Uh, Market value for guys. I looked at Jason's, and surprisingly, it was uh, eleven million.
2: Yeah, well, that's uh, and that was on spot track. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these also, like Jason Kelsey's, not taking a four or five million dollar decrease in salary. You wouldn't think after coming off of last year.
0: No, I don't. But then, if that's the case, I mean, that's also part of the Eagles having to figure out, okay, how do we work? How do we spend money? And yeah, I mean, that's that's all a part of it.
2: It is. You're right. All right, let's go to Jerry, the truckhorn guy. Jerry, how are you, buddy?
1: Johnny March, i Reese. College your boy? What's happening, guys?
0: What's up, Jerry? What's up, Jerry?
1: Well, I got a couple points. My first point is <laughs> this is a catch, This is a catcher
0: started
1: today, <laughs> so I'm excited about that.
0: So is Jack. Uh, yeah.
1: My second point is there's a particular caller that calls your show, and he doesn't call only when our Philadelphia teams go into a disarray or start losing, and he goes, "I told you so." And so, as in the words of my man Chuck from Mount Airy would say,
0: "Man, Mike's an asshole."
2: Mm. All right. Well, point, but, but, yeah, but Jerry, Mike- you, Jerry, you yeah. can't say that on the air.
0: <laughs> I can it's,
3: replace him saying, you know, bleep, and then with the with his trunk, trunk cord. Right.
0: <laughs> like we can, we can obviously. <laughs> I wouldn't even give the the, the eating out there. No, no,
2: no, no. Is, is encourage a, the yes. encourage more I mean, of it, and it God does. forbid we have some technical issue that we can't keep that from being said well, on and the and air. Well, it's right. not good radio. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's no not we don't need. We don't, we don't. We don't need that.
0: We don't. The radio show isn't turning into all out sailor bar cursing and all that nonsense. So <laughs> we don't have to try to one up each other every no, time we, we call. We don't. With the nonsense? We do
2: We do so. Let's go to Damon. In and Damon. What's up? How are you?
4: Yeah. <laughs> what's up, guys? That was great. What's up, Dave? Oh, Man, hey. Um, so look, I, I was—I think I was just kind of upset listening to the press conference. I don't know if they could have said anything to not change change a lot of people's minds on that, but. Um,
2: what are you upset about?
4: I, I just—I think Ike was right, though. After the fact, like the stuff about special teams, it gets under your skin just because they didn't play well. But it's not—they need to make improvements. I'm sure they know that. For for the next season, like Clay being fired or not, or coming back or not, is not going to really change that. He knows he's got to get better, and I'm sure he's going to be on a tight leash for. Sure right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He
2: better. They yeah, better everything. do better next year. Yeah.
4: Yep, yep. They have to. They have to. Have yeah. To. And they need to get better talent. Like we can't have. We can't have some just. I agree. Yes. Runner. Stop <laughs> not,
2: relying on hurt. on draft picks that clearly don't want to a hundred percent be there and embrace the role, right? Like maybe that's it. Maybe you bring in more vet- a couple of veterans. I don't know, whatever. I
4: think I think just that is be like I said, maybe an assistant, but, but I did like I did like that Nick said he he knows his strengths and he knows that him not calling plays, that's good, you know, that's good that he knows that and he's not gonna try and take a risk or try and do something that will hurt the success of the team or the chemistry they've had. Um and yeah. I'm just again I
2: Go ahead. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they're, they're 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 never they never take normally they don't have to take timeouts because they don't get they get plays in right. Like, you never no, feel like it, it would happen Sunday. It did, but it but twice Sunday. But you never run out of timeouts or things like that. Nick's good at, at managing the game from that perspective. So, um, yeah,
4: I agree with that. Yeah. And I think with Howie, I mean, we we've, we've seen the past couple of years. I don't think it's right to doubt anything he's going to do this upcoming season, and, and it's, it's so frustrating to talk about it because the Super Bowl was, was last week. Um, but I do have trust in him, and he's going to make the right decisions. He's going to do the right things for this team. And it is great that we have draft picks. We have flexibility either way. You know, we're not, yeah. we're not relying on these free agents to resign. I, I want all of the guys back that we can get, but we do have options, and that's a good, good problem to have. You know, it just, it just comes back to drafting well, which we'll talk about in the next couple of weeks, I'm
3: sure.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Damon. Hashtag uh, trust Howie. Used to be hashtag fire Howie Jack. How about that hashtag trust Howie?
3: Yeah, he's never made <laughs> let this organization in the wrong direction once. Nope. Good
0: off season, man. Now, now this time last off season, I can't say everybody was happy. It's with just,
3: Howie. it's just like <laughs> including me. I swear, I think we're a smart fan base. It's just wild how quickly we forget everything that happened before. Like Carson wasn't our golden child, you know, for for a good season and a half. Yep. The whole city wanted Howie fired, and Nick was a dope.
2: But but how come how come we hashtag
3: does
2: everybody believe that, or is that is this are we are they just waiting the strike when he screws up?
0: That's well, what it feels like to me. Well, that's that's the the blessing and the curse of his job is that you know you're in a position. Yep. Like it's unfortunate for him. I, I've always said I think he's he knows what he's good at doing. I've never thought he was the greatest talent evaluator. And if you can get if you can hire people to do that job and, and they put you in a position to select the best players, then you should listen to the people that you've hired to to, to evaluate talent. His his best thing I've always felt is uh, making making sure he can acquire talent when it's needed. You know, if he needs to get out of a hole, he'll be able to figure that out. They did it with Carson, right? They ate. They ate. They could. They could have easily forced Wentz to stay here, and Wentz would have had to stay. Here. Yeah. Yep. If they didn't want to eat thirty-four million dollars on their salary cap, Carson Wentz would have been here. If because he what was he gonna do not show up? Of course not. He would
2: have said, okay, I gotta try if to make this work. To, he would have had to. He would, would have had no have choice.
0: Exactly. My only point is, is that they went on and did that, they, and still yeah. found a way to get back to where they needed to be. That's the only point that I was making. Is that that's what Howie is best at yeah. at fixing things. He sees something he needs to correct, and he, he he figures it out, and he says, you know what, next off season, this is what we're going to do. And huh? This is this is
3: that's why he's probably the guy who has most pressure on them this off season. Like he's got oh, no, no doubt about for it. Sure, yeah. he's lost yeah. a ton of front office people. Mm-hmm. He, they, you know, we think the drafts have kind of turned in the right direction. They've lost a lot of that. His his off last year with the the picks they made, the guys they decided to bring in, like everything he was awesome. Everything was a home run. I mean, yep. he's his pressure now is to to get us over the. So home. he
2: had he had said in the draft draft process, his job is to take all the information that's gathered by by his football people, and then from there. He's it's a collaborative yeah. uh, decision, but he's making the decision, right? Mm-hmm. He needs to hire people that are getting him great information. This is why we should draft this guy. Because yeah. Jeffrey Lurie's looking at it, too. He wants to know why why, are we drafting this person at 10? Why are we drafting this person at mm-hmm. 31? Why are we drafting, or I guess it's 30, at um in the second round? Yeah. And Howie, when's the last bad con? I mean, you're not going to get great contracts, but he doesn't give out a lot of bad contracts. No. He seems to know value better than almost anybody in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean listen, they Across they, the board. Listen, every once in a while they miss on a guy that they they may have paid, but in the recent years they they have not. They had a couple years in there where they had won and they, they you, you kind of confuse or um it gets convoluted. Uh loyalty, rewarding versus getting right. rid of a guy a year early versus a year too late. Like some of that went on and I think winning the Super Bowl clouded some of those things. And I think they've been able to learn from that, and we'll see what they do this offseason. Yeah. Like, this offseason is going to be huge coming off this Super Bowl.
2: Mm. All right, let's do a little turf talk with Doug in Connecticut. Doug, how are you, buddy?
1: How we doing? First off, am I allowed to say the B word no. over, the, over the airwaves? We, no. I mean,
2: okay. we we're, we don't want to hear it. No. The answer no. is
1: no. Okay. So, so Ike, when I heard you say Ganichiwa, <laughs> Yeah. Word I can't say. I, I was a hundred percent sure we were going to win this game. Um,
0: oh, that's pretty good. Kinichua. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And you're, you're Anyways, the first
0: person to bring that up too.
1: <laughs> it's hilarious. So my, my issue, and Jack, Jack obviously didn't agree with me when I called, but um, the Chiefs played their week one, and they obviously had issues with footing. Mm-hmm. We played their week whatever, and. As far as I know, no one had any issues with footing. And I know it's two different times and two different surfaces. But can it just be something as simple as that stadium environment needs more time for why didn't they prepare this field right after week 17?
2: Been Growing up for, for two years.
1: But they just laid the sod two weeks ago.
2: No, so they had the they had the national championship game in college football, and I think that's when they rolled out the new sod. But they've been they grow they don't grow it in the in the stadium. They grow it elsewhere, and then they they roll it out in the stadium. I, I guess yeah. what I'm saying is, I think Doug, I think everybody recognizes the turf sucked. It's just when yeah. people start saying the Eagles lost because the turf sucked because it didn't it hurt them more than it hurt the Chiefs. Like, well, how come the Chiefs didn't change shoes and the Eagles did? But the Eagles are still sliding all over the place. Like, I, I don't know. By the way, I
0: didn't see anybody on the Eagles' offense slide anywhere.
2: No, neither did
1: I. But, I mean, do you agree that maybe that one sack would have made the difference in this game?
0: Well, depending on when it, when you get the sack.
1: Yeah. It's just, you know, it's hard to take. I, I was so sure. I had never been more sure. But, um, you know, I hope it motivates everybody. You know, let's start the motivation right now. I'm glad that we have the Chiefs and the 49ers are obviously now – Teams that I hate even more.
0: I can't wait. I hope we play the Chiefs Week One. But thanks, yeah. I'm um, not. You great, might. great call, Doug. Yeah, but Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we we rematch. Have they ever done a Super Bowl rematch?
3: No, I think the rumor is it's going to be Eagles Niners maybe on Monday night.
0: Ooh.
3: And then wow. Chiefs. Wow, some...
0: that' good. Wow,
3: it'd <laughs> be fun. Get get to talk to your boys out in uh, San Diego the morning oh, roast. God.
0: The whining again. Yes. Yep. Where's the the, is yeah, the game? Yeah, it'll be fun until Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback and then it won't it won't be fun then. Is the game here or Jack? Oh, yes. I think it would be here. Yes, I, mean, I don't here. know. Yes, I gotta do is look at the opponents, the scout. Oh, yeah, right. you yeah, you know. It's here. Yeah, I've seen it. That would be fun. I mean, I don't know when it is, but San Francisco comes here next year. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well the Thursday night game's usually
0: always Kansas City
3: or the the, the Super Bowl champion versus whoever.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't make the Super Bowl rematch. That's that's Although what he that, was saying. He was saying the opening game could be a Super Bowl rematch.
3: It's, well, last year though was uh it was it was Rams Bills. Yes. So that was a uh yeah,
0: No, it, it wasn't a rematch. No, you're right. And in the year before that it was Tampa uh Dallas. Again, not a rematch. Nope. So the Super Bowl champion plays there. Even when we played, it was a rematch of the NFC Championship game. I mean, uh, the divisional round. But it wasn't a rematch of the Super Bowl against New England. No. Um, So, yeah, we probably won't get Kansas City on the first game. Huh. San Francisco on a Monday night? Okay.
2: That would be.
0: I hate Monday night open because we got to wait an extra day. I don't, I don't want – Did want do Monday night last – Oh, no, that was a second I I, a
2: second I don't – I would much rather have a 1 p.m. Sunday game against the Giants or something. Yeah, on the...
0: yeah and I hate Monday night at home. Yeah, that's a double show we got to do. Yep. <laughs>
2: Definitely. That... Chickie's on Tuesday. So you have a home game against the Cardinals. That'd be a <laughs> good Brand- one.
0: Brandon Graham show Tuesday, Tuesday night or no? That's right. And the players laugh. He's, he's live from Detroit? Yeah, I don't know if it's a Brandon Graham show or not, but it, yeah, it'll be somebody's show. <laughs>
2: How about the Cardinals at home are on the schedule? So that, that would be the return of Jonathan, ah, Jonathan Gannon. Gannon. Get the video tribute ready. Happy Monday.
3: Yep.
0: They might give him a video tribute. I assume a <laughs> NFC champion defensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, they might.
3: Yeah. Well, Sirianni might make sure they do. That's what I'm saying. What he say today. Maybe we'll hire Jonathan's twin brother. Is that a quote from the? Well, press he said
2: he's. He, yeah, he said if Jonathan had a twin brother, even his defense would be a little bit different. He said, "Not that he has a twin not brother. He has a twin brother." And he brought, up Rocky. It out, man. he brought up Rocky again.
3: Yeah, that's that's what I meant. That was <laughs> and then he
2: acknowledged that
3: he. Wait, talks, oh, when, did,
0: when did he bring up Rocky?
3: Oh, he's talking about like you know Drago or whatever beat uh. him or something. I had no <laughs> and idea. And then I, he immediately said, "I know that I know that
2: uh, that people say I bring up Rocky too much. That's because he's listening to the show because we bring up that he brings up Rocky.
0: Or either they're telling him that.
3: Or yeah. So, <laughs> or he's listening to the camera who brings it up three times a show. Well, they I'd should get up. along. They yeah. will get along,
0: I'm sure. Next. Yeah. Year. Oh yeah, he's looking forward
3: to talking to yeah. Joe. Yeah. yeah, Joe's gonna be like, all right. So what?
0: Hold on. What do you got? What's your go-to Rocky scene? <laughs> right. Is this is gonna be a love fest every Monday.
3: They. Yeah, it oh, could he's be. Gonna, he's gonna grill him. If, if... Oh, he's not
0: gonna grill. Him. To keep... oh, come on, you think he this will. isn't
3: a bulldog? <laughs>
0: he will. <laughs> no, Joe will. If anything, Richie might grill him.
3: Yeah, Richie's going to be like, uh, in the second quarter, you ran uh, Spider 2 X, Y, Z. Exactly. Well, Explain no, that decision, please.
2: Nick may end up not liking Richie. Of course. Based on his because questioning. Based on
0: his questioning.
2: And that's what we want.
0: <laughs> well, hold on. When the coach comes on, you don't get it. It's not a round table of questions. It's only well, one only guy.
3: That's not because of Angelo, though. I mean, this different show. It'll be, it'll be two. It won't be the oh, all the contributors. open up to everybody? Well, just, well you think going to be like, Celtics going to be in there bulldogging away? No.
0: I don't know how the show's gonna work. Is yeah. in here? Is he in the No, a booth? he's in the producer in studio. Here, yeah. Oh, okay. Well I thought Joe Wector was
2: Joe Wector's gonna be handling uh the other area back in the producer's area. Ah, right there. <laughs> okay. Yep. Wow. They have a large staff a lot going yeah, on Yeah, the
0: show, man.
3: Plus, <laughs> cool. you gotta factor in the contributors. Do they get a question in?
2: Right.
0: Yeah, Ruin tomorrow, Ben they,
3: Davis.
2: No, they don't Devin, get a question.
3: How many no. Devin, uh Rhea. Rhea. I would say they Ray don't get Diddy, questions. It would oh, be... Don't let Ray a question in. I 592
2: 94 94. There's a lot going on. A lot oh, of people man. involved in the morning show. The Marks and Reese show, there's just Jack <laughs> and Marks and Reese. It's not as complex. Well, it's not as complex. They have no. 35 people on their show.
3: There's we'll us. Keep it simple, man. Plus, we're, we're, we're a, a blue collar show.
2: As far as pound for pound, what we bring to this station. Correct. Yeah. I mean, come on. We're like Floyd Mayweather in his prime.
0: What about Jillio and Hugh?
2: I, I can't speak for that. I don't even know who's on the show.
0: Neither do they. It's, it's safe to say we're all interested in Jilio and Hugh's show. I can't wait. <laughs> yes, oh. it's safe to say we're all interested
2: When, in when Hugh goes off the rails three minutes oh, in and Joe's. Well,
0: that's going to be the best part of the show. Damn right. Coming up. <laughs> it's trying to keep Joe from turning beet red every show.
2: Yeah, we need a, a Joe cam, <laughs> Jilio cam. Coming up, Jonathan Gannon. That he was introduced today. Uh-huh. Was asked if he reviewed the tape of the Super Bowl and what he saw.
0: I don't remember those, these, these drops, man.
2: They're there forever now. Like, how did he answer the question? Did he review the tape? He better review that damn tape.
0: Nah, he burned the tape.
2: Or he knew he was getting the Cardinals' job, so he said, "Hell no." Gonna so call it halftime. I honestly don't know what he said, so we'll find out together. Coming up next, then back to your phone calls, Marks and Reese ninety-four WIP. Hey, listen, we know football season's over, but that. Also means that eating season is over. No more excuses, all right? Start your spring training with NJ Diet right now. It's a weight loss program that contractually guarantees that you will lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. NJ Diet starts with bioenergetically personalized supplements that are based on your hair, saliva, and blood work. Then NJ Diet uses DNA testing to create your ideal diet and workout regimen to help you keep the weight off. You'll be fully monitored throughout the entire process, making sure that you're burning fat, not just losing water. You also get the doctor's personal email. And phone number. NJ Diet's all natural. No shots, no hormones, no surgery, no prepackaged foods in those locations close by in King of Prussia, Cherry Hill, and Newark, Delaware, or from anywhere with live online video consultations. So what are you waiting for? Guaranteed weight loss. Get it today by calling 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET or visit NJDiet.com. That's NJDiet.com and lose the weight for good.